All right, we'll have almost all the bright family come join me in the baptism tank. While they're making their way up here, I'd like to wish both Mr. and Mrs. Hickson and Mr. and Mrs. Basic a happy 50th anniversary. Where are you guys? Would you stand? Mr. and Mrs. Basic and Hickson, would you guys stand real quick so everyone knows who you are? And all the young couples can... Come on in, guys. Come on. Now stay standing for a moment so everyone that's under 60 years old can, can memorize your faces and uh, know what they should become like someday. Right? Follow them if they're following Jesus Christ, right? And uh, thank you for your examples and congratulations. You may be seated. Come on in, guys. Come on in. Come on in. Come here. All right. Come on in. Come on in, Deborah. Here we go. Come on in, Dad. So Dad travels a lot. He's in the, what we call it, merchant, marine business. And he's gone for weeks, up to a month at a time. And um, he's been wanting to get baptized. His wife, Jessica, was baptized a couple weeks ago. And uh, we thought on Father's Day it would be good for him to get baptized with three of his kids. Three of the six... So we're going to have them read their testimonies all at one time. Then we're going to baptize all four of them, okay? And, um, and then enjoy our fellowship following, all right? So, all right. Now you have to, you got your hands all wet. Dry them off on my shirt. Go ahead. Keep going. Get the back too. Yeah, your hands are all wet too. That's what water does. Now put your hands up over here, sweetheart. Put your hands up over this little piece of glass there. It won't hurt you. All right, dry your, dry your hands off. Deborah, here's your testimony. Okay? All right, whose is this? All right, Benjamin, you got your hands wet again? You put them back in the water. All right, get the back. Come on, get the back. Back of your hands now. All right, hold this. Keep your hands up over here like your sister. There you go. This Cassie? Cassie? Like the older leader you are, right? <laughs> dry hands. And Dad, you got yours over here? Yeah, it's, in my it's on your phone. Imagine that. Okay. So, Cassie, Benjamin, and Deborah. Deborah, since your testimony is blocking your cute little face, Pastor Tim's going to lift you up so you can hold it down so they can see your face. And that's the microphone. So I'll let you go first. And Dad, you can come stand behind her if she needs some help, all right? All right, go ahead, sweetheart. My name is Deborah Bright. When I was younger, I did not know about Jesus. I would hit my brother and pull his hair. I would listen to bad music and played video games too much. I would yell at my parents and I would throw tantrums when I didn't get my way. I didn't like cleaning up my messes and I call, would call my sister and brother names. And I would think about curse words. If someone made me Mad, 
didn't forgive them. I would lie about hitting Ben or about him hitting me so that he didn't get into trouble. I was angry a lot and had a hard time listening to Dad and Mom. Jesus died for us for our sins because God sent him because he loves us and still I still struggle and I still struggle a little bit I know that he wants us to come to heaven with him I started to believe in Jesus when I began attending Grace Church of Mentor and learned that I was a sinner. And I would I want to be baptized because Jesus commanded us to and I want to obey him. I read the Bible and try to practice scripture verses and because the Bible it makes everything better. Sincerely, Deborah Bright. Good job, man. Good job. I don't think I've ever heard. How old are you, honey? Six. I don't think I ever heard a six-year-old give a depravity speech like that before. <laughs> you stay right here, sweetheart. You stand right on that step right there, okay? All right, young man. Tell us who you are. Read your testimony. My name is Benjamin Bright, and I am a sinner saved by grace. Before I accepted Jesus as my Savior, I was disobeying my mother and father by not following my mother's teachings and, and my father's instruction. I was ignoring the rules of the house. I, I was yelling at my sisters and hit, hit them. I lied to my parents a lot and spent too much time Do 
video. Video games, you got it. I don't think that's. I would like to know how you guys accomplish that. I don't play video games or watch television. That's pretty impressive. I can't even do that. When I am disobedient, I pray to Jesus for forgiveness. I pray to thank Him. My name is Cassie Bright, and I am the sinner saved by Jesus' love and care, allowing me to be in heaven forever. I'm the oldest of six and was born with a wicked heart and did sinful deeds people without our Savior do. After I was born, we moved to Ohio from Austin, Texas, and attended grace with my family, but don't recall much. I moved back down at around the age of four. We went and visited a church close by and didn't accept Christ. We moved to the Pacific Northwest when I was eight. We lived there for about two years. Before school was out, my grandma invited me to Chardon, Ohio. I prayed the sinner's prayer at horse riding day camp during Bible study. I wasn't really saved even though my grandpa said I was. I was worse and not in control, in control when I flew back home. Soon after, we found ourselves in the care of foster parents. It was around Thanksgiving and I didn't know if my dad would be home, but God delivered an awesome blessing and our family got to be together. After Easter this year, Mom used scripture and a visual aid to further explain the events which surrounded the Lord's crucifixion, and I finally understood Christ's awesome sacrifice. I knew I was saved. I had feelings of happiness, gratitude, positivity, and was now going to place my faith in Christ the Father. Grace hymns and scripture verse songs are what I listen to. If I sing songs that don't glorify Him, Mom corrects my song choice. I only watch sermons on TV and don't see worldly shows or play console games. I used to curse, sneak things, and steal things, then fib when I get caught too. And since returning back to Ohio and going back to church, I pray without ceasing, spend more time with my Heavenly Father, I have less outbursts of anger, and spend quality time with my family. My life has changed so much since I asked God to save my soul. My life is better with Christ in it, and I want to make the Lord happy by obeying His command. My heart is made whole, and I will strive to teach Christ-likeness. I'm here to be baptized in obedience to the Lord. Christ Jesus is the only way. Sincerely, Cassie Bright. Amen. Thank you, Cassie. Some of you may know me. I was uh, born into families of faith on both my mother and father's sides. I was brought up in church and heard the gospel message many times. I prayed the sinner's prayer numerous times during altar calls and at a number of churches. And I can't remember a time when I didn't believe in Jesus and that he died for the sins of the world. But I think it was during my sophomore year of high school that I attended a Christmas special at Grace Church and Pastor Bob Potter delivered the message of salvation that I first understood the basic truth of my own depravity. 
I was never baptized. I never saw anyone in my family get baptized, and I was never encouraged to get baptized, nor really taught about baptism. So I never took that next step of obedience to God. In my own pride, I saw those who chose to undergo public baptism as attention seekers, like those I saw speaking tongues at Pentecostal churches. My own heart's wickedness couldn't see baptism for what it was. I had an unstable childhood and a broken home, so I wasn't at Grace Church very long before I moved back in with my father, who was not a church-going man. I finished high school, then started a vagabond life of traveling where I began drinking, fighting, immorality, and listening to and creating ungodly music. Just as I began to grow weary of my wildlife, I decided to move to Texas where I met my wife. We instantly began cohabitating and became pregnant out of wedlock. Not as a result of my own good nature, but God's image in me, I knew we needed to get married, so we moved up to Ohio to be closer to my family. We got married and began attending Church of Grace. Still prideful and disobedient, I never got baptized. Jay and I began discipleship with the Mestre Petros, but I told myself it was too inconvenient. Eventually, my job gave me the option to move around the country, so we took that opportunity to move to Texas where Jay could be closer to her family. Away from Grace, we looked half-heartedly for a new church home, but sin and disobedience to God kept us from really focusing on that, too distracted by our own tumultuous home life. In the beginning, I continued to pray and read scripture. I continued to ask for forgiveness, and I continued to be blessed. I moved up quickly at my job and earned a fine reputation. I was blessed with child after healthy child, and they began to grow up smart and beautiful. I was blessed by God and eventually earned a professional license as a merchant marine officer. And the more I was blessed, the more guilt I felt about my own sin and disobedience. I prayed less and less, until eventually I prayed almost not at all. I had fallen almost completely out of fellowship with God. I had been raised with conflicting messages about the permanence of salvation, and I was convinced that I had lost mine. But I can testify with confidence that salvation is permanent, and God reproves his children that are disobedient so that they can confess, repent, and return to fellowship. God disciplined me. All the blessings that I prayed for began to diminish with my prayers. My work success came to a screeching halt. My children began to suffer illness after illness. My marriage continued to spiral out of control, and my finances were a wreck. Where I once struggled with drinking, violence, and immorality, there I struggled with pride, dishonesty, and pornography. I could barely look myself in the mirror, but like a light switch, God showed me the path back to fellowship. He reproved me and admonished me loudly, and he got my attention. We decided to move our family back to Ohio, return to church, cut out ungodly music and entertainment, and take the next step in obedience to God by getting baptized. Now I take that step, I do this in obedience to God, and as a public declaration of my faith and a symbol of my salvation. Amen. All right, we'll let Daddy go last, okay? So come over here, Deborah. We'll baptize you first, sweetheart. All right? Deborah, upon your profession of faith and your mommy and daddy and people at church seeing a difference in your life, I'm so glad that you've chosen Jesus. I'm proud to baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. got mom and little brother up here watching. Good peanut gallery up here. All right. You prefer Sam or Sam? Steve? Steve? No. Mike? No. Jason? No. Does your dad know what it is? Yeah. What is it? Ben. All right. You know there's more Ben's here. Have you met any yet? Yeah. All right. Come on up here, man.
your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and change that your parents see in your home. I'm proud to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. How old are you? You just turned 11. You did a great job with that testimony. Excellent. Cassie, upon your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, you're a little bit taller, so I'm going to have you grab my arm. And obvious fruits of repentance in your life, I'm proud to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There you go. Every little room there. All right. You're definitely holding on to my arm. <laughs> and you're going to bend your knees on the way down. <laughs> All right. We're going to work on this together. You got a little bit more stealth since you were here as a kid. All right. All right. Ryan, upon your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and obvious submission to his guidance in your life and desire to obey him in baptism. I'm proud to baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Alright, thanks guys. Let's all stand together and be dismissed here this morning. Father in Heaven, we love you. We thank you for the work of your Spirit. I always think about suffer the little ones to come unto me because the kingdom of heaven is just like them. The simple understanding that we're sinners, all of us can be understood even in the smallest soul, but that Jesus came, God in human flesh, to be obedient even unto the death of the cross for us. The realization that the Spirit of God gives us that we're lost, that we need to turn from our sin and place our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ by His grace, we all need to understand. And I thank you for these souls and the family. I pray that the rest of the family would see Jesus for who He is. And I pray for everyone here today that every soul, by the Holy Spirit's help, would go from being blinded to seeing spiritually the beauty of who Jesus is and their desperate need for him. So go with us, Lord, and by your grace, help us to take this Lord's Day and set it apart for rest and relaxation, enjoying of our dads and grandpas, but most of all, understanding and contemplating you and you, who you are and your beauty and goodness, and may it be your gladness that governs our hearts. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. You are dismissed. Lord bless you. Amen.